I got a message for all of them. Ready? Shake and bake. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just <laughs> happened. What is that? A catchphrase or is that uh, epilepsy? Shake and bake. Yeah. What? Shake and bake. Episode 22. The move with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Altering the future through time travel. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. And that is how a computer works. That's it. That's simple, huh? That's simple. That's. I don't believe you. It's. I'm serious. That's how it happens. You, you took like 30 seconds to explain the computer to me. That's right. it? That's, that's all, it. That's all it takes? Yeah, and that's the history of the computer, too. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 22 of A Half Hour Wasted. This is Frank. And Brad. And Brad. And uh, we have a special guest in the in the studio today. Along with Flash the Dog, we also have Amy the Girl. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Amy. How are you? Really good. How are you guys? Good. Amy's a friend and co-worker with us. We all work in the same building. And um, we have her here. Greenie. <laughs> Aw. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> yeah, she's here um, uh, per to, fill in, to fill in the silence that will be coming out of my mouth for our topic of the day. Okay, which is uh, a large portion of it is going to be, we're going to talk about Harry Potter, the new Harry Potter movie, Lord of the Phoenix. <laughs> Order, of the, Order Phoenix. of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. And, I think, and we think we know where Brad stands let's, let's, right uh, let's get Let's put that aside for just a second. Okay. Because I'm in a good mood now. I would like to stay in a good mood for a while. Okay. Okay. If so, you can do it for twenty for twenty more minutes, okay. stay in a good mood. Let's talk about our new forum. Oh, we got a new forum. That's right. Um, the, the fellows at the Comic Geek Speak podcast have provided a forum for anybody who wants a forum right. who's got a comic book related podcast, and we decided we'd do it. And you guys have heard the little message I tacked on to the beginning of the previous episode, but now we can at least talk about it and be current about it. Um, they changed the header up there, so now it says the comic forums. That's also the the new URL. Yeah, thecomicforums.com. You can scroll up and down that and find any number of forums. Uh, for, pod, for mostly for pod, it's, for, it's all for podcasts devoted for to comic, comics, comic or, book related podcasts, tangentially or otherwise. And uh, so ours is big word, nice five dollar word, <laughs> tangential. Ours is uh, halfway down. Yeah, it's in the H's. We uh, uh, I tried they, to tried to <laughs> Brad I, tried to do something. I tried to fool Brian, but he's Mr. Grammar, so okay. We, I tried to get him to to call it a half hour wasted, so uh-huh. it would be up there with Amazing Spider Cast. Yeah, so it'd be at the up top. near the top. But uh, apparently, articles don't count because mm-hmm. Amazing Spider Cast is not listed as Amazing Spider Cast. It's at the top of the page, but mm-hmm. it's listed as the Amazing Spider Cast. Yeah. That should have been a dead giveaway that he wouldn't have put a half hour wasted at the top he would have put it down there with the h's so he, he's like he's like the diamond catalog who uh 
you know, he puts you alphabetically. That's right. You know. Amy's looked at you like, what's the diamond catalog? That, that's a comic book thing, Amy. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> but um, So yeah. thank you for the, the new forum. Yeah, th- thank you, uh, Comic Geek Speak and Brian. You guys can go to thecomicforums.com and scroll down and find ours halfway down. Or you can go to our halfhourwasted.com and there's a link on the left side of the page that yeah. says message, message port. port. All right. Right under email us. Okay. Okay. Uh, what, what Any else? other laundry stuff? Oh, we got a, a comment from 80s Junkie just about Sinestro Core. Um, did just, you, did, is that why you left it open on here? Yeah. I closed it. Oh, okay. I can well, find it, though. Uh, he, he just pretty much wanted to know how, did, how does he think DC's going to gonna handle this because Sinestro Core is pretty... Uh, a pretty big deal. I mean, there's they're some pretty evil guys, and they've got a lot of power. They have, uh, for spoiler alert, um, Anti Monitor and Superboy Prime on their team. So here it is. I'm the, I'm the hottest guy in here, aren't I, Amy? When I said that, <laughs> here it is right here. <laughs> he says, uh, "Just finished the Sinestro Core special. Wow, I don't see how the good guys can handle this group of malcontents. That's a big word. Does the uh, Sinestro Core seem too powerful? I mean, how do you see the JLA or anyone else handling this team?" That's Dennis Pooh said yeah. that. I don't, uh, I don't you know, know, it's comics. Hal Jordan, his willpower will triumph. That's yeah. all there is to it. I think Green Arrow may come too. <laughs> he may be the. Uh, I'm kidding. Okay. That Amy's that like, funny. what have I I'm got very self conscious that Amy's in here. <laughs> you uh, shouldn't be. Well, I, you're I, like this all the time in front of her anyway. No, so. you're not. I'm not shy. Shut up. Okay. So, episode 22, uh, let's get into the meat of this. Let's talk about ha- uh, Harry Potter and Order of the Phoenix. So, uh, uh, for dual, full disclosure, I do not read the books. I've seen all the movies, Brad. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Brad? I have not read any of the books. I attempted to read the first book, uh-huh. but I got distracted, I believe, by a Star, a Star Trek novel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Peter David, so I was I was much more interested in that. And now Amy, she's the most cultured of all of us. She has, she you've read all of them. Right? I wouldn't say cultured, but I have read them all. Okay. I would yeah. say cultured. So she's you, no more cultured than you or I. No. Well, when it comes to Harry Potter. Oh, yes. yeah. If that's culture. Yeah. So, okay, Amy. So, well, let's talk about the movie then. Just we'll, we'll get into the book in a minute, but let's just talk about the movie. Lame. On a whole <laughs> uh, uh, overall, just what did we think about it? Brad, I'm going to go first so I can just get it out of the way. Okay. I'm through. You're through. I'm done with Harry Potter. I'm okay. done. Now, why? Expand on that. The fourth and fifth movies, fifth being the one that we just watched, right? right. Being a non-book reader, comic, uh, mm-hmm. Harry Potter book reader, those books, those movies took for granted that I read the books. Mm-hmm. They were confusing to me. Mm-hmm. They didn't make sense to me at all. Are you talking about all of them or just this the one? The fourth and fifth one. Okay. The fourth and fifth ones. Number three, The Prisoner of Azkaban, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I could watch it every week and not get tired of it. I thought it was great. The first two, you know, they're okay. They're nothing special. They're better than the fourth and fifth ones, in my opinion. But until I saw the third one, I really wasn't blown away by any of this Harry Potterness. Right. I have not read the books. I'll say that again. But when I watched the fourth one, I was like, what just happened? Did I miss something? I must have fallen asleep in the middle of it because... I couldn't tell you what happened. He went swimming. There was this fish lady, <laughs> and then they played Quidditch, and then these scary death-like ghost guys came. That's about all I knew. And then the fifth one came. I was looking forward to it because I thought, well, they, it can't be. They can't make two rotten ones in a row. Well, I was wrong. They did. They made two bad movies in a row. So I'm done. I don't care anymore what happens to Harry Potter. 
he was a jerk in this movie. He to is his, a jerk in to this his movie. friends. Yeah, was he in the book? Yes. Why? He well, the whole point. One of the whole points of this book is that Harry's he's like fourteen or fifteen. Okay, and he's wait. going through the teen years, and plus, okay. that's kind of the. Uh, it's a plot point that they're using to get Voldemort separate, trying to separate him from his his peeps. As a book reader, would you would you agree when I say that the movie makers are taking for granted that the viewers are reading the books? Okay, well, just to give you some background, I just walked out of it about thirty minutes ago, so yes. I haven't had a whole lot of time to digest it. Um, but I do agree there's a lot. They did condense a lot of it. And I don't, I don't know that there's just too much. They can't fit it all into a book. So, yes, partially. I, I think it may be uh, – I did like it. It's, it's, uh, you did? Yes, I did like it. I enjoyed it. Uh, Brett, I didn't, I didn't find it hard to follow at all. <sighs> but um, I, I will give you that, that you do have to know these characters. You, there's no way you can just pick this movie up never hear of Harry Potter and watch it and know what's going right. on. Right. I mean, and that's true. That's I would say that's true with most books. Right. Most most multi multi uh, book trilogies or right. or events, whatever you want to say it. Well, but. Uh, being that this is part 5 in a series, I I I think that that it's okay for them to take liberties with the fact that you have to know what's going on. To watch part five, it'd be like like any series, like a trilogy of a movie. There's no way you jump into part three it's, to watch I part agree. one. Yeah. I agree with as far as yeah, you, you'd be you'd be silly to go into number five expecting to understand it all had you not watched the previous four movies. Like when I saw Malcolm Ten, I didn't know what was going on. You should have watched Malcolm Nine first. Yes. Well, what about the last Spider-Man movie? That was like two comic books condensed into one, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what the hell was going on. This is a family-friendly show, and we don't use the H word. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> no idea, but um, and both of those stories didn't seem like they made a whole lot of sense. I mean, they just kind of shoved them together. But yeah, there's. I I, I think Spider-Man may be a different animal. It in, is. in that it doesn't have um, a book to follow. It just has a legacy, and there's a lot of liberties you can take with that because those Spider-Man stories weren't based on a particular book or story. And they're not ongoing. Yeah, and, so it, and much. it's not ongoing. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think, I think we've kind of talked about, um, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I, I just, I'm not I leaving just, this topic, but I oh, want to oh, move I on know. to another. I just have more questions. What questions okay. do you have? Well, I want to, maybe they'll be answered when I listen to you guys. Okay. Well, I thought we could just talk about characters in the movie okay. and who we dug and who we didn't like. All right. I can um, participate in that. Snake's okay. my favorite character. Oh, really? I love Snake. He's great. Yeah. He's funny. It's not, wasn't this movie, but one of my favorite lines that he's ever done was i think it was it was either the third or fourth movie but he's like turn to page 394 <laughs> it just alan rickman just he's kills fantastic me. casting they yeah. did a brilliant job with but he's all good. of the and casting. i did enjoy in this movie i did enjoy finding out why snape hated harry potter so was that not just a great that was, revelation that mm-hmm. was neat that yeah. was that I appreciated a pivotal of part of the books as well because yeah. up to this point you don't know really why uh-huh. he hates Harry so much, and that almost changed my opinion as to um, his family because I've always seen his mom and and his father and, and mother as just these pristine people, which I'm sure he does as well. But I guess they're human, you know. I mean, I, mean, I guess they have angst, and I guess they can be jerks. Sometimes well, that, too. I think this this kind of is a turning point because Harry realizes that 
he's not perfect that he's I mean you really see his humanness in this movie because mm-hmm. he's feeling a lot of angst he's a teenager um, he's feeling really separated from his friends and his family and plus um, he doesn't have the support of everybody he's very Dumbledore kind of takes a step back in this movie to protect him ultimately mm-hmm. but you don't know that so and you you barely figure that out in the movie because at the end when they finally do talk he's like I thought if I distanced myself from you but that just well, well I, I thought that was a good explanation I mean I, I, I was confused was, by the it was a throwaway too. line you know did you but, understand the part though that that Voldemort is trying to use Harry to get into the order of the Phoenix and to learn secrets about um, the rebellion against him or no, the movement no, against Voldemort? No, because no. I didn't read the book. By the way, this movie shouldn't have been called The Order of the Phoenix. I no, understand the book yes. was called The Order of the Phoenix, yeah. but in this movie, The Order of the Phoenix kind of made an appearance uh-huh. at the beginning when they rescued Harry. I mm-hmm. even forget where they rescued him from. The ma- ministry, the magic... Ma- the ministry. Magical w- ministry. Which I got to talk about. Ministry that. of Magic, there that you go. That was... A co- whoever did the set design all the mysteries that, or whatever oh, that was on that thing was cool. It's almost um exactly like she writes it. I mean, really? they do a really good job of translating what she writes in the book to visual pieces that happen. Is she in the involved movies. at all in the visual? She is, aspect yeah. And in fact, um, in the next movie, and we're talking about the author, yeah, uh, J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. And it, it and in the next movie, um, there's there's been chatter that she. <laughs> is that Brad's on, the, Brad's on the internet. I'm looking up. I'm looking up J.K. Rowling. Um, <laughs> There's chatter that they wrote the screenplay for the next one and they left out a pivotal character mm-hmm. and she said, so you need to go back and put that character in. And we don't know yet. We know it's Creature who is the little old um, creature oh. that is in the old house. Yeah. And they really left out a whole huge portion um, where the, they first come to the house. I can't find anything. It? No, I can't find anything. Yeah, nothing, I'm sure. Um, they first come to the house and they actually do a big cleaning out of Sirius's house mm-hmm. and because it was part of the Black family legacy there's all these old things that belong to the Black Which family. Which book is this in? This is in this book Okay, that didn't make it into the movie. Right. And so they Creature is stealing all these objects because they're throwing a lot of stuff away mm-hmm. and Creature um, hides them and he really is an evil little creature. Is that his name? Creature? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he is indentured to the black family who are the evil family and Bellatrix Lestrange who is tell me what's her name and she just came out of nowhere yeah she yeah. broke out of Azkaban yeah she came out of nowhere I mean whatever but Bra- she's Brad, pivotal I, I, I think this is this is um, uh, the, this is an effect of, of the two three hour movie and the fact that it is such a big piece of work and the There's fact that so these kids are growing up and that these things have to be done in order so we don't have, you know, a 25-year-old kid playing a 18-year-old boy, you know. So you think, I wanted to go back to the title, Order of the Phoenix, but I'll do that in a second. But you're saying you think the, the frequency with which they are putting these movies out mm-hmm. affects what they could put in them? Yeah, I think it's the I length disagree. of the script. I think they're only limited to two and a half or three hours, and mm. I just you can't fit everything into that time. That's, that's another. If they made know. three and a half hour movie for Lord of the Rings, they made three of them. Why couldn't they do that for a Harry Potter movie? Well, my my understanding is that they also left a ton of stuff out for. Well, what's for what that I'm saying? Too. Make a three and a half hour movie and put more mm. of it in. Make mm. the movie make sense. I I didn't have problems following it. I really didn't. I think also it's changing too because they have a different director for almost every movie. So yeah. every every movie looks and feels a little bit different. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, and I don't. I'm not really digging that. This director only has uh, David Yates has only has two other movies under under his belt. One of them came out in '05, The Girl in the Cafe, and then another one in '98. Yeah, they actually. 
why did he get picked? You know? uh, they actually offered it to two other directors, one of which um, is the, the same director of City of Lost Children and Delicatessen Genoa. That right? would have been a bad He's fantastic. Move. He would have been great. No, that would have been a bad move because well, he has such a stylized yeah, look. Yeah, he does. It would have totally affected how that world looks. But it would two, have, they both turned it down. Okay. So this was a third choice. Not not that he's not a good director visually. That, that Emily movie is beautiful. But hack. It would be... He's not a hack. It would just look so different. I mean, it, it would be... I don't know. It would be different. It would have been... A, a, he kind of has a own magic, his own magical world, yes. which is fantastic. Yes. But maybe not a good fit. Okay. This Although was a dark movie. The third movie was dark, but there were still some magical elements. I wish I had left the web browser open, but I think it was one of the critics, Roger Ebert or something, said something about... I something he says right here. Oh, that's what, it. Yeah, there. Whatever happened yeah, yeah. to the delight and, if you'll excuse the term, magic of Harry Potter series, dot, 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 that's all I got. They lost that after the third one. I really thought the third one took a big trip yeah. away from the magic, I, and it's just because they've, they're taking I it into the, a more serious direction. I thought the third one was great. It had tons of magic in it. Maybe I mean, it's the fourth travel one. There was, a, there was a definite change i did i did appreciate the how the the house that the order of the phoenix met in how it, it appeared yeah. you know it accordioned in and out yeah that it's was cool. a secret house that was cool i liked the secret room that was in the in hogwarts mm-hmm. you know it the appears room whenever requirement thank you <laughs> oh and harry kissed nerd yeah um i liked how that you know uh showed up because they said it'll only appear when somebody desperately needs it you know mm-hmm. that was cool but um like i was saying the order of the phoenix was almost non-existent in this movie yeah. it was to me this movie was all about this crazy lady who came in and took over the school professor umbridge it had nothing to do with the order of the phoenix mm-hmm. and you know i'm just i'm done I I, yeah she's good casting but they really focused way too much on her well um and I think I think one of the reasons they did is because they're trying to illustrate to you that Voldemort and the ministry, the ministry is really hesitant to acknowledge that Voldemort is back. Okay. So um, they're they're also showing you that it's been infiltrated by his people. And I didn't I didn't buy sure. that that head dude just denying Fudge, Fudge. Was his Cornelius name Fudge. Fudge. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't buy him being so adamant about how Voldemort's not back. And but, then at the very end, he goes. He sees him and he goes, "Oh, he's back, isn't he?" Everybody in the audience laughs, and I'm just going, "Are you?" I wanted to stand up and go, "Are you kidding?" Well, that's are the whole kidding? point: is that it's obvious to you because you are aware of everything that Harry has gone through, and you believe him, but everybody else doesn't. There's a big conspiracy to make Harry into a fool so that um, the Ministry doesn't have to change what it's doing and fight Voldemort. Boring. And, and it's, uh, I, I mean, remember those the magic newspapers? It had. Potter plotter. Um, there was that one news story that would change. They set him up. Yeah, he, to he be was the totally fall guy. a fall guy yeah. for this they whole story. They didn't explain that well enough for me. They, they, I, I think they just well, took for granted that I understood what was going on, because and, and, and I and don't appreciate it. Be, uh, because <laughs> uh, what was the name of the guy who died in the Cedric Diggory? C- uh, Cedric Diggory. Uh, uh, the the whole nerd because that story kind of followed that at, at the end, and it seems now, like a lot of people were putting a Harry. To blame for his well, death. He, yeah. Because I mean, nobody was there. the kids were looking at him yeah. at the beginning? At the end of the last movie, if you recall, they have the Triwizard Tournament, yeah, and right? Dies, and and Cedric Diggory. And stuff like that. Yeah, he yeah. dies at the end. And so we know that he dies. And Harry says that 
Voldemort did it. He was there. He saw him, but nobody no, believes. Nobody him. believes. And that. some people do believe him, but they're just kind of starting to come out a little bit. They're kind. They're kind of hesitant because mm-hmm. they don't want to take sides yet. It, it's almost like a like an emperor with no clothes on. It's like n- nobody wants. Nobody to wants say, to call the elephant out of the room. Yeah, yeah, there there is an elephant there, but nobody is saying there was an anything. elephant in the movie. Yes, remember at the very beginning he was juggling. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> that would have made the movie entertaining. <laughs> Um, and Elephant. Professor Umbridge, do you know her name? The lady? Um, the word Umbridge means resentment. So her, that's a really good name for her, I thought. Go. Smart. Um, you know, going back to the characters that we kind of dug or, or like, that whole Luna. Luna Lovegood. Lovegood. I, is that the spacey little blonde girl? That's the spacey little yeah. blonde. She wigged me out. That's why I liked her. She wigged me out. There's that. And I may have been reading too much in this, but her not having shoes and her being attached to, you know, and she's seen death. And there's some attachment to to reality or to the underworld that that her that she can see and, and is a part of. And she seemed to play. She seems to have a lot of importance. She Well, we don't know what her importance is yet. We okay. do know. I mean, she plays a key Umbridge. role in that she. Um, is kind of more seeing and more knowing Umbridge. than all of the other characters. Yeah. Because she kind of has a pulse on, you know, w- what's really going on, even yeah. though it's sort of mist- misty and veiled. Right. We don't really know how she knows, um, but she's going to be an important character moving forward. Yeah, because it, 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 I know it, it seemed like a little thing, but her, the fact that she was barefoot just... Well, she's also an outsider. Like Luna's Luna's father uh, writes for this paper. Right, he writes the all Quibbler. those crazy stories. Right, and he writes all these crazy stories. And through that, throughout this movie, she talks about the people, the the little monster thingies that are stealing her shoes and whatnot. <laughs> um, and they're not real. But if you didn't read the books, you don't know that they're not real because there's so many crazy names that you right. ha- you wouldn't know that. So, um, so everybody's labeled her as an outsider, and it that that is gonna. I don't know. She, you know, she Harry is attracting all of these people who have no place to fit, and he's creating um, a, a, an army uh-huh. that is going to be all encompassing and that, it's bringing people together. <laughs> What's that, Harry? Harry. Um, that one of the final shots in the Potter. movie where Harry is walking. Brad's board. <laughs> yeah, where Harry is walking. Harry away. It's the end of school. Everyone's going home. And there's a camera that pans up and you just see all those kids walking towards the camera. And that just reeks of like, this is the army. These are the the guys who are going to go to battle. And, and I I mean, it was like a setup shot. It is. Well, and in in the next movie, I mean, and that's what the order of the Phoenix really is. It's, Mm -hmm. it's the re reef gathering of all the people who really believe that they are going to have to fight an army against magical. He does this every show. I know. He's really <laughs> killing my buzz. Um, okay, uh, made 140 million dollars as of uh, us walking in the door today. You looked it up, yeah. Right I just happened to notice. I was looking some up on Yahoo, and it came up mm-hmm. top. It said first week, mm-hmm. 140 million. I mean, um, congratulations. That's yeah, great. yeah. I mean, there's, uh, and I think they said in two months they're going to start filming the next one. Really, in two months? Yeah, I think that's how many. How often? How far apart are they coming apart? Like. 18 months? They're it's less than two years. Summer. Is it every summer? Yeah. A couple came out during wow. Christmas. I think there were I think there were a couple a year and then a couple 18-monthers. And I guess it just depends on how complicated it is. Well, this one is. came out, in, you know, to 
combined with the date of the release of the next book, which comes out next Saturday. Okay, I want to talk Midnight about that. Midnight next Saturday. I want to next talk. Friday, sorry. I have a theory. Uh, I have some theories. Moneymaker. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Well, let, let, let me get my theory because yours is probably more educated. And I can only base anything that I know on on the movies, on how this is going to end and stuff like that. So, so are we venturing go. into guessing at this point? Yeah. I let me just venturing. say again for the record, I just don't care anymore. Okay. I, I really think care. you need to read the book. Really. I couldn't Start care with book six less. because that one's really, it's fantastic. And I really think you would book love six? it. Yeah, start with book if six. I didn't un- if I didn't understand book five or a movie five or movie four for that but matter. But you know enough of the background to get Do it. Do I? Yeah. Should I have known who Bellatrix was when she showed up in this movie? And having not read the books, mm, should I have known? No, well, y- no, because up to this point, we don't really know who she is. I mean, we we have heard, heard of heard her, her b- name before the fifth. Yeah, movie? but we don't know really what she's about, and she plays a really big part in the sixth book. At the very beginning, we okay. really start to realize how all these people are interconnected. The sixth movie hasn't come out yet. Sixth book. The sixth movie hasn't come out yet. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, has she been mentioned at all in the previous movies? Yes. When? Not in the previous movies, probably. Movies. I'm saying no, movies. No, probably not. Then how in the world was I supposed to know who that was that just happened to show up? I don't know. How did you know who Bobo Fett was <laughs> in Empire Strikes Back? A lot of it was inferred. Uh, you're inferred that she is a powerful person. She's an Azkaban. She's strong. Are you, that's did you just there. ask me how did I know how Boba Fett was? Yeah. It was the first time you saw em- em- Empire Strikes Back. I'm not Fett. even going to... That's because, that's, because you read all that's the books. Ap- no, no, that's because apples would, and oranges. That no, is it's not. It's a character you've never met. I'm done. And as a matter it's a of fact, you've never met. We can draw a met. huge <laughs> parallel between Star Wars and the Harry Potter series. Series. And if you try to tell me this is not true, I'm I'm going to flat out deny it because here's the thing: Harry Potter. How did is this? How did this Star all of a sudden Wars come up? A, br- a, a Bash Brad show. It's not no. a Brash, Bash Brad show. I'm going to turn her microphone down. <laughs> No, okay. It's the class it's a classic hero story. I'm just yeah. angry. I I would like to have been respected as a moviegoer, non Harry Potter book reader, and I wasn't. You're probably about you, one of the five po- percent of people who are gonna see the movie that haven't read the book. So? Uh yeah, and but there are people who have seen the other movies. Like I said, no one's gonna just walk into this movie and know what's going on. Um because you have to see the other movies to to understand it. Yeah, and stuff. well, and so, it's just it's much more magical if you see it as a whole series. Yeah. Okay. It would be like trying to see you know Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be like watching the last part of that series, or or Lord of, Lord of the Rings, watching yeah. the last one, uh, Return to King, and like what is going on? Or Kill Bill. Or Kill Bill Volume Two. I just. <laughs> I think you guys are missing what I'm saying, but I no, don't no, I just, no. We uh, we, we got it. We're just in defense. Yeah, I, okay. I, um, you know, if it was all a green, then it'd be boring. Disappointment. Be this the movie tension. could have been a little bit better, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it definitely could have been clearer, but but you you got to infer a lot of information when it's when it's given to you. And one thing I I tension. didn't say earlier, there's there's a crucial piece missing when they clean out the house. They find a locket which will come to play in the next movie and in the next the next two books are. A, it's a huge piece of the Voldemort puzzle. Did we even see this house you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that was Grimmauld the... Grimmauld Place. It had the room with the right. painting on the wall, right. the, that's the genealogy the chart genealogy. on the wall. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of the, the relics and artifacts that are in that house, some of them are enchanted and some of them are magical. 
the guy creature you're talking about? Was that that little yeah, dude? Yeah, old creepy looking. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The butler or? He looked like Hobby or he, whatever yeah, that. Yeah, Dobby. He Dobby. is. He's the same creature. Okay. He's the same kind of creature. Right. And basically, he's the slave of the family. You know what and the he's best an indentured thing about servant. episode is right now? What? There's only three minutes left. <laughs> uh. Okay, so I want to talk about where we think it's going. Because I, have, I listen. have a theory. I will listen. I have a theory based on what I've seen, haven't read the books, as to what's going to happen to Harry. Okay? Okay. Or what the big twist is. Ready? Harry and Voldemort. That's his name, right? Voldemort. The, Voldemort. Or, or he who must not be named. named. Theory. Are the same people. Are the same person. Harry and... Yes. Okay. That there is some type of magic... Uh, um, Theory. Because they do a line and there's something like one cannot exist without the other, something like that. I think that they are literally the same person but two sides of the same coin, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. We know that when Voldemort cast a spell killing Harry's parents, yes. that Harry Guess somehow word. defended the, the, I think it was the Cruciatus Curse or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, Guess in word. theory, a little piece of Voldemort has somehow made its way into Harry's. Right being and we don't know what's going to happen but conjecture they can't both be alive at the same time okay so and, what's your theory uh, well my theory is that there's three things i know that will happen okay. i think um and this is based on more knowledge because you've read the books yeah. and obviously there's going to be a big war <laughs> there's going to be a coming together of all the different groups um uh, um people will not be there's a huge war where the Hypothesis. full bloods and the people who are magical families uh-huh. they will come to ex- be more accepting of everybody so they can fight Voldemort so what I'm trying to s- that doesn't make any sense to you no no I, I guess it does because there are factions because they're in muddles yeah and there are purebreds and so they're going to come together <laughs> there's going to have to be this full encompassing group that comes together to fight Voldemort uh-huh. in the end to win okay. okay that's one the second one is is that you know Malfoy the blonde haired guy that yeah. is Harry's arch nemesis yes. something's going to happen and Malfoy is going to have to come to terms with Harry and they're going to end up being friends in the end I hate that guy you think he's an ass his parents no. are both sorry um, his parents are both Death Eaters. Have They're we back, seen his mom guys. before? Uh, you're gonna in the beginning of the next movie, and it will make a lot more sense. Okay, what'll make sense? Uh, why Malfoy is such an evil little turkey? Okay. And then my third thing is that um, obviously Harry's gonna die. I think really Harry has to die. Really? Yeah. So you know how many people are gonna hate what's her name if she kills Harry Potter? I don't think she has any choice. Yes, she does. Now, She's uh, the author. No, the way his story arc has to go. I think. You think he? You think he? You think he has to die? I do. You do? Yeah. You don't think there's any other way out of this? Well, I think Snape could save him, mm-hmm. and um, we're gonna find author. out that Snape is really a good guy. And mm-hmm. and because Dumbledore says he trusts Snape with his life, and we only see all of these characters through Harry's eyes yeah. in the books, so we don't really know all of Snape's motives. So I really think that he might save him, but I don't think it's. Uh, I mean, he's going to end up being a good guy, but I still think Harry's going to die. We'll know him Professor. next week. Yeah. So okay, so you think that Harry's going to die? I think that him and Voldemort are the same person, and somehow. Um, uh, uh, um, Voldemort will will end up dying, and Harry will end up living. And Harry's the life. savior. H- Harry is the Harry savior. Harry is Luke Skywalker and Jesus all rolled into one. Wow, that needs to go in the back <laughs> of a book. That's a bold statement. <laughs> that is a bold statement, Brad. Throw it out there. Savior. What's your hypothesis? 
my hypothesis is that I will not see the other two movies <laughs> because <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Even if your girls want to go see it? My girls haven't seen any of oh, them. Oh, they haven't? No, they're not interested. Okay. And I haven't forced them to be interested. I haven't forced them to not be interested. You know, one of them's eight. You know, she doesn't. She'd probably be freaked out, scared a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, you know, Ashley, the older one, 12-year-old, she just doesn't. Ashley loves the comic book movies, and she's jonesing to see Transformers, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But she she has no interest in seeing Harry Potter, and I'm I'm not forcing her one way or the other. Okay. So I just, I don't care. Okay. Um, if I see him, it'll be to learn more about Snape. Literally, he's probably... The char- like I said earlier, he's my favorite character. He's the only one I really would be interested in and seeing where he goes, where his path takes him. Remember when Die Hard and him were fighting and Die Hard um, pushed him out of the building? Uh-huh. That was cool. I love that. <laughs> this, that was awesome. The, the thing is, is that in the next book, Snape's character really becomes more important because he. we find out that he's playing both sides. He's a spy <gasps> for Dumbledore. He's also a spy for um, Voldemort. And he's in has, the has inner circle of published? Voldemort. Yeah, That's of course book six. It has. Okay. Yeah, book six. So we don't. At the end of book six, something really crazy happens. Um, well, I mean, everybody who's going to read it probably has already read it. And he, he Snape ends up Snape killing Dumbledore. Dumbledore right? I love that video on the internet yeah. of the guy waiting. He's driving, and there's like <laughs> nerds waiting outside mm-hmm. of Barnes and Noble at midnight. And he drives by and goes, Snape kills Dumbledore. I'm going to sequester myself until <laughs> I get the book. <laughs> that lady's like, you blankety blank. Yeah. You, I hate you, blankety blank. So uncool. Um, uh. So the book comes out midnight Saturday morning. Midnight on Friday. Midnight on Friday. Yeah. So uh, are you going to get it? So you're I definitely actually gonna get it. am not going to get it on. I'm going to get it in the mail. Jesus. Okay. On Saturday. Okay. That way I don't have to go out and there's no chance of spoilers. So, uh, so are you going to pre-order you, it? It's already pre-ordered. Oh, you already pre-ordered Months it. ago. So you, better, you better stay inside, turn the TV off, turn the internet yeah, I off. Will. So how are you going to... I have uh, your number in my phone, don't I? <laughs> you better not I'm answer not any answer phone it. call from Brad. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do that weekend? Are you literally going to stay in the house and not... I'm venture? working. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'll be here. I just have to babysit clients, so I'll be okay. here reading it probably. <laughs> Funny. I have a question. Uh, I, let me get to the end of the chapter. Nerd. Well, and it's funny because we're going to be here babysitting like forty teenagers. So, oh, that's the day yeah, of the um, of the video. It's like a video competition or something yeah. like that. Anyway, all right, let's wrap this up. We are at thirty-four minutes. <laughs> Dramatic chipmunk. <laughs> oh, you know, I had that. Where is that dead gummit? I had that noise, and now I've, I can't find it. Well, well, Brad, look for that. Amy, thank you so much for thank joining you guys. us. You're, you're always welcome to join us, though. It is mostly comic book talk and stuff like that. No, but I, it's fun. I <laughs> hope it's not I'm not terrible. You'll have people calling in going, no, she's wrong. That's no, wrong. Uh, no, it's okay. We, we, we have a... <laughs> Dramatic chipmunk. Have you seen that on YouTube? No. I'll have to show you. It's okay. Well, let's wrap up. Guys, uh, thanks for listening uh, to this week's episode, 22. If you have any comments, send to halfhourwaste at gmail.com or visit the website at halfhourwasted.com. And visit our new message board at thecomicforums.com. Scroll down and find a half hour wasted. Right. And you're welcome to join, log in, or just read them if you want, whatever you want. Guys, take care. Brad, good good talking to you. Okay. Okay. And Amy? Thanks, guys. Thank you, Amy. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.